Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kuzmeski. Today I'm interviewing Sharon McGrill. She is an amazing person. She's an organizer. She likes to help busy people get things done, and who doesn't want to do that? She's the president and owner of the Betty Brigade, which is a relocation and organization company based in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The company provides moving coordination, organizing assistance, and mostly catering to busy professionals. So this is something that is really interesting. I'm interested to find out how she got into this line of work. And so welcome to the show, Betty. Sharon. Oh, Betty. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mary Beth. You know, people call me Betty every single day. I bet. And I answer to it. In fact, my whole team answers to it. We all have uh, titles like my my title is President Betty. And (laughs) and so we always answer to Betty. But the only person who doesn't get to call me Betty is my mom because she named me Sharon. (laughs) I see. And I understand that you have 10 Bettys on your team, actually, right? I do. And we're hiring right now. We are understaffed because we are just growing like crazy. That is awesome. So tell me a little bit about your story, because I know that you were in corporate America and somehow you got into this. So tell, tell a little bit of your story for our audience. Sure. I worked for my parents my whole life. And then I decided to go get a quote, real job. And so I went into corporate America and I worked at uh, Borders Books and Music and I worked in their corporate headquarters. And so I was super excited. Um, I had this amazing job and I got to review movies for a living. That was my job. It was super fun. (laughs) And I was part of Borders.com. And when they sold Borders.com to Amazon, which was Uh, gosh, it's almost 20 years ago now, then uh, we all lost our jobs. And so I was in a very early round of layoffs. And I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And so a friend of mine and I sat down and made a list of the things that I knew how to do and the things that I was good at, because those can be two very different lists. And from there, uh, Betty Brigade was born. Very interesting. Now, did you have a quick start or was it sort of bumps in the road along the way? You know, there's still bumps in the road. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Running a business is not for the uh, not for the faint of heart. And in the beginning, it was just going to be errands and pet care and organizing and just kind of a hobby business until I got a new corporate job. But what I found out was that I really loved doing this. And at the one-year mark, I decided to make it a real job. Very interesting. So I have a, I've actually kind of kept this a secret, but I've had a personal assistant for years and years and years, I think almost 20 years. And it has saved me. It has been, you know, because I'm traveling. Uh, I need my oil change. I need my closet organized. I need I need to get it together is the way I feel sometimes. And my personal assistant is always there to help. But I don't tell many people about that because it sort of seems weird. But that's kind of what you do, isn't it? Talk about the things that you do for busy professionals. Well, when we first started out, we did all those kinds of errands and grocery shopping and pet care and oil changes and all that sort of stuff. We did it all. And as we have progressed, we really honed down where our sweet spot is. And 
our sweet spot is relocation and organizing. So we still organize people's homes. We organize closets and drawers and basements and attics and garages. Like those are the places where stuff stacks up, right? And then we found out that a natural extension of organizing was helping people move. And so about six years ago, we made a really specific change in our marketing and in what we were saying to the outside people of the, you know, people outside the company, like this is what we do. And so we became a relocation management company. And from there, it really took off. And we started getting all kinds of uh, corporate relationships, uh, which has been really what has boosted us in ways that I hadn't even anticipated. So let's say that I'm getting ready to move. Uh, I've been relocated to someplace, Texas, and I'm in Chicago right now. I call you guys. What what happens? What transpires? Well, we can do a couple of different things. We do a consultation. That's always the first step because people keep stuff in different degrees. So um, a 10 years of stuff is way different than 50 years of stuff, and that's way different than a hoarder house. So you really want to understand what is the scope of the project. And we approach it from a project management point of view. Who needs to be brought in? What outside vendors? And what will Betty Brigade actually do to help coach and organize that client to get them into their move? So if you were moving to Texas, we would say, okay, what is your move date? Do you have a place to move into? What is the square footage of your new space? So that we can understand Is it going to be an apples to apples move where you are taking everything that you already own or do we need to downsize you? Got it. How many hoarders have you worked with and what's what? Tell me a little bit about that. (laughs) So we could spend a whole session just talking about hoarders and we have worked with hundreds of hoarders. Um, Hoarding is has become our specialty mainly because there aren't a lot of large teams that can manage a hoarder project, and that has become something that we are known for. So it's it's a whole thing. And when we're working with an active hoarder, we actually require that they are in therapy because the hoarding the issue is happening inside their head. It's happening between their ears. It's it's about the stuff and it's not about the stuff. Right. And so I was thinking, well, it, it's got to be very psychological. If you're trying to help someone who's a hoarder get rid of their stuff, the reason they have that stuff is because of, you know, perhaps some psychological underpinnings. And so um, so I, I suppose you've had to be, uh, you and your team have had to be good at that kind of interaction as well. That is true. We absolutely have to be good at figuring out what our next steps and getting people to let go of things that maybe aren't necessary for them to live. Um, I'm going to give you an example. There's a, a hoarder that we're working with now that she and her, she has two adult daughters and the daughters would not speak to her and hadn't spoken with her in more than two years. Um, she couldn't, the hoarder could not see her grandbabies because the daughters didn't feel safe taking them to her home. Um, and every time this hoarder lady would see her grandchildren, her her love language was gifts, gifts. And so she would want to give her grandchildren gifts and the daughters would say no. And so it was blocking that love language. So there was a lot going on there. And within two weeks of us starting that project, 
and this was a big project. It was a, it's a five bedroom house that the lady is using as a storage unit. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> and she also has three additional storage units. Wow. So a lot of, a lot of stuff. So and how long does li- it take you guys to do something like that? Well, it depends again, the amount of stuff and the willingness of the person to let go of things. So we could have been, we started the project, I think in June or July, and we could have been done by November. And that, and when I say November, that sounds like a really long time. However, we weren't working five days a week with this lady because emotionally it's too hard for our team and emotionally it's too hard for the hoarder. So we would work two to three days a week with this lady and, uh, and we would work short days, no more than six hours because emotionally it's a lot. And so we were, we were just trying and, and we could have been completed in November, but uh, this lady decided that she wasn't ready to have an auction to help sell the stuff in her home and the home itself. Wow. That, that's amazing. So once, she, does this have a happy ending, this story? Well, it's still ongoing, so I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> but I imagine she will start to rekindle the relationship with her daughters if she has cleaned up her messes, if you will. Well, within two weeks, she was speaking to her daughters, and we did get to meet one of the daughters. Um, and that daughter did come on site and help us uh, with her mom. And, and we started talking about those love languages because the daughter's love language was acts of service. So here's gifts and acts of service kind of clashing with each other a little bit. And, and so it was just very interesting when I pointed that out to this mother and daughter, all of a sudden they both had a big aha and mom stopped pushing stuff on the daughter and the daughter stopped rejecting her mother's gifts. Ah, I got it. So with all of the different people that you work with, it sounds like you're, you know, mostly today you're working with those corporate movers. Are they mostly women? Are they men? Is it across the board? Well, we're working with corporate movers, but um, the biggest chunk of what we're doing is working with banks and attorneys and CPAs when people pass away. So we do estate liquidation and clear out. And so those have been our biggest corporate relationships. Um, we, yes, we relocate people in corporations, but, but really we're working with trust groups and estate, estate groups and financial advisors and that sort of thing when people pass away or maybe one spouse dies and the other spouse needs to relocate because the house is too big. So with your growth strategy moving forward, are you just in the Michigan area or are you looking to expand or are you? have you already expanded to other areas of the country? Well, we currently cover all of Michigan. And so thanks for asking this because we have done jobs in Ohio, Florida, New York, and California. However, what we're doing in 2019 is being a bit more intentional about that. And so folks that are interested in relocating, we can, we can do an estimate with them on a Skype call or a FaceTime call where we can walk through their home with them, ask them questions about things and do what we call a non-binding estimate. And from there, they can move forward or we can revise the estimate. And, and we send two trained Bettys because we know how to do this project management. And then we use local resources to handle the rest of the project. Got it. So with the work that you have been doing and being a business owner and a woman-owned business and all of that, what have, you know, some of the, 
the lessons or a lesson that you have learned over the years now of 20 years of being in your own business that you can share with our audience? Well, <laughs> I know there's so, so many, right? <laughs> well, there, yes, there are many lessons. There are lessons every single day. And, and the interesting thing is that I think when you're a business owner, some days feel like you have been doing the business for two weeks and other days feel like you have been doing the business for a thousand years. And so every day brings its new challenge and its new celebration. And so things I've learned is uh, persevere, keep going. If you really believe in what you're doing, keep going because there is a reward at the end of it. And it also has to be financially viable for you. Don't keep digging yourself deeper in a hole if it's something that isn't making you money. Yeah, that's good advice. And so I guess my final question is, once you go in and you help someone get their house organized, their life organized, everything's organized, then you and your buddies walk away. So what's the what are the tips or strategies that you give to that family or that household to, to keep things together? Are, are there a set of strategies or things like that that you recommend to people once you've gotten it all the way that they want it? Well, getting it to a baseline is really almost, I don't like to put it this way all the time, but sometimes it's a starting point because it allows people to start over and start fresh and if they're going to continue the same, if you're going to continue the same behavior, then it's going to build right back up again. So creating new ways of doing things and saying, okay, well, once a week, we're going to clear the dining room table. Once a week, we're going to put everything away where it belongs so that you can reset your house and keep it to a point um, or, as you mentioned before, hire an assistant to keep it that way for you if you can't do it yourself. There are lots of ways to do this. And we usually, once we've gotten things to a certain level for people, they either say, yes, I can maintain this, or I'd like you to come back once a month and help me maintain it. And so we do have maintenance programs available through Betty Brigade as well. Got it. Well, super interesting. Thank you so much, Sharon, for sharing your information and just sort of your story with us today. How can people find out more, reach you, find your website, those kinds of things? Well, the website's pretty easy. It's bettybrigade.com. And we're going to be launching a new website in the next uh, month or six weeks. Uh, so you will see some changes, but, uh, but basically it's the same thing. And the big news is that we have a new book coming out. So the book will be launching at the beginning of February in 2019. And it's called Downsizing the Silver Tsunami, Who to Call and Where Does Your Stuff Go? And, and it's all about downsizing baby boomers. Wow. And so when does that book come out? Beginning of February. Got it. Well, we will be watching for that. I certainly will be watching for that. And I'm sure my listeners will as well. Well, thank you so much, Sharon, for sharing your time with us. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I hope that you have a simplified life. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.